0: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about the game Cascadia and fortune cookies. It is February 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and I'm joined this week by my two wonderful co-hosts, Evan.
2: That's me. And Linnea. Hello.
1: How are you both? Better. Better? Okay. Better That's than good. last week. Or just in, in general.
2: In general.
1: Before we get going, College Watch. Ooh. We talked about the uh, Iowa. Oh. Do you remember the latest? <laughs> uh. Oh, from the latest one you got?
2: Oh. From, like, Florida?
1: University of Tampa.
2: Yeah, I don't want to go there. I
1: don't want to go there either. So Iowa's out, and now Florida's out. No. Why don't you want to go to Florida?
2: It's in Florida. <laughs> <Crazy> <laughs> stuff happens in Florida. Stuff could,
3: does happen in Florida. You could go to Disney World all the time.
2: That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, anyway. So, pop culture news. Who would like to go first?
2: I'll go first. My news for this week is that at Universal, they are making a live-action How to Train Your Dragon. <gasps> like a ride? A ride? No, like a movie.
1: Oh, a movie. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, no. you said Universal, and then we were talking about Florida, yeah. so my first thought was they're going to make a ride. Okay, they're making a live-action. Boy, I missed that. <laughs> God, no. When did you see this? Where Like, was-
2: like literally less than 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay,
1: <laughs> wow, so that's really cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to look that up once we're done recording. That's not good. There's
2: not enough known yet if it's a retelling or a continuation. Hmm.
1: Um, boy, it, so How to Train Your Dragon is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time and we talked about it for an hour once on one of our yeah. shows. Yeah. Uh, boy, I don't know. I don't think you could top the movie that already exists. Yeah. So,
2: it's hmm. probably not going to go well.
1: Yeah, I guess the more I think about it, uh, I don't know. I guess I was really excited because I thought it was going to be a ride, which that that was Yeah, that would have
3: been so much cuz I
1: could see a roller coaster where you're sort of on a dragon and flying around and fire shooting. That would be pretty cool. Or
3: like but, one of those 3D rides that we went on. Yeah.
1: But a live action movie? Hmm. I don't know. Okay, well.
3: <laughs> that I don't want to to watch that movie yeah. <laughs> if it gets bad ratings.
1: My pop culture news... I don't know. Should I, should I go or Evan, do you want to go?
3: Um, I'll go. Okay, you go. My pop culture news is that this week a new Marvel TV show is coming out. and This one is going to be animated.
2: Another one? Yeah. Oh, but it's animated.
3: Yeah, it's called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh. I think it's going to have more of like a comic-y Spider-Verse vibe, so I'm excited for it. I don't know whether if it's going to be on Disney Plus immediately.
2: It or... sounds like the name of a PBS kids show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was it called again? Moon Girl, Moon Girl,
3: Girl and, and Devil, Devil dinosaur. dinosaur.
1: Oh, wow. Is this based on a comic book?
3: Yeah. Oh. Huh. It's about a like genius 13-year-old who makes a portal to another dimension and get, brings a dinosaur to help save New York City.
1: It looks very exciting. My news is that a gentleman named Bob Bourne has passed away. He was 98, I believe, and he was the inventor of Peeps.
2: Oh, no. The candy? Yeah.
1: The candy. The candy Peeps, yeah. This guy had a very storied career. I, I don't know it all off the top of my head, but but in effect, he got a job at a candy shop, and they were making lots of different candies, but they had this, this sort of marshmallow candy they were making, and it took him about 27 hours to make a batch of marshmallows and mold it into these candies. And he thought, well, I can do better than that. And he <laughs> hired a, he hired some kind of engineer. And he and this engineer came up with a machine that would make peeps in about six minutes. Wow. And, yeah, <laughs> and the rest is kind of history. So he invented peeps, and now they make something like $5 million a day. Jeez. <laughs> That's a lot of peeps. <laughs> that is a lot of peeps. He
3: died rich. I don't even eat that many peeps a day. So
1: yeah, just a little remembrance of uh, of his passing. Yeah, Bob Bourne. That's my news of the
3: week. I only eat like maybe 50 peeps per year.
2: <laughs> That's still a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah. I remember the peeps shop at the Mall of America.
1: Yeah. Is it still there?
3: I don't think so. Mm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's kind of one of those niche markets. All right. This week, we are going to talk about the board game, Cascadia. Ooh. Cascadia is a habitat tile placement and animal collecting game that features the wildlife of the Pacific Northwest. The game was published in 2021 and is for 1 to 4 players ages 10 and up. The game takes about 30 to 45 minutes to play. The game has won many awards. Few of them are the 2022 Geek Media Award Family Game of the Year winner, the 2022 American Tabletop Strategy Games winner, and the 2021 Golden Geek Light Game of the Year winner. Those are some interesting names.
2: At the start of the game, five cards are revealed that show the winning point conditions for how animals want to be placed into their environment. For example, bears might want to be placed in pairs, and foxes might want one of each other animal species adjacent to them. The more conditions you achieve while playing the game, the more points you gain. There are also four animal-tile pairs available for players to draft during their turn, and a new pair is always added after each draft.
3: Each player works on their own ecosystem and starts with three hexagonal tiles. Play progresses when you choose a tile and an animal from four available pairs to add to your environment. You have 20 turns to draft animals and tiles, and create the best habitat you can. The game comes with 100 wooden wildlife tokens, 85 habitat tiles, 25 nature tokens, 20 wildlife scoring cards, one family variant scoring card, five starter habitat tiles, one score pad, and a cloth
1: bag to hold all the tiles. And a partridge and a pear tree. Yeah. <laughs> it comes with a lot of stuff, doesn't it? Oh, my God. There's so a lot much. of pieces to the game, yeah. The cloth bag is... is Why do you always good.
2: give Evan, like, the mouthful? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, the worst at reading so
1: loud. <laughs> well, it's good practice for your play coming up, right? <laughs> Diction. Diction. You need to work on your diction. I don't, no, I don't. Diction. Diction, yeah. All right, so Cascadia, we sat around the table, played this the other night. I had a great time. How about you?
2: I thought it was fun.
1: This game was both fun, but it also made me go insane. It made you go insane?
3: Why? I All I could think about was bears. Because <laughs> you were the bear king The only words that could pop up in my head throughout the whole game was bear.
1: So the animal types, we had foxes, bears, hawks, caribou, or... Elk. Elk, 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 yeah. And then salmon. So there's five different animals, and then there's different habitats. There was mountains, rivers. Plains. Wetlands.
2: Forests.
1: So this game is a bit... Like dominoes in a way, where you, at least the tiles. You you draw a tile and you match it to tiles you already have, and one of the edges has to match, and then you place the animals, and so each tile shows an animal or animals that can be placed there, and then it's part of your job to decide where you want to put the animal. Do I want to put a hawk here or a bear here? Do I want to put a fox here? And then if I have a fox here, I need to put other animals around it. and so the game starts where you can actually see what you need to do to win, or, or or what you need to do to get the most points, and then it's up to you to place your tiles and animals to try to achieve that. And you can kind of see what your opponent's doing. Right? Well, I'm mean, not kind of. I mean, you can because your opponents, yeah, all have their they're tiles and animals on the there. Same table. It's all you're right. It's all on the same table, so you can see what they're doing. And uh, sometimes people beg you not to take certain animals. Yeah. Linnea like, like looking Linnea. at you.
3: <laughs> even even bribery gets put up on the table. Linnea, sometimes.
1: Linnea told me that if I didn't take a salmon that she would clean the litter box until she moved out. And she I let her take the salmon once. and she hasn't cleaned it once. So <laughs> I got to got to ask you about that. Did, did you really mean that, Linnea? No. <laughs> no. I mean wow. later in the
3: game you, you didn't want like Linnea to take something.
1: <laughs> and so
3: maybe maybe that will count.
1: So I described this a bit as dominoes. Didn't, when we were playing it, didn't we have a few other ideas of what this game felt like? For
2: me? It felt like Imhotep. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, yeah, we were talking about Imhotep. It felt like Imhotep.
3: But also some of the artwork felt like uh, another game that I know we've played before.
1: Oh, Trails? Maybe? Yeah, Trails. Yes. Trails, yeah. Yeah, it feels quite a bit like Trails in that respect. And yeah, Imhotep, where you have the... It's almost the same. So, Imhotep, you have the board that shows you all the scoring that you start with. And here, you put out the cards for the scoring.
2: Oh, you know what it reminded me of? What? Do you remember that app that I used to play all the time? Like, Toka Nature?
1: Oh, oh that That's game. what it reminded me mm-hmm. of. You'll have to describe that for our listeners if they don't know It was it an is.
2: app where you have this giant, like, empty plane... And then you can add forests or mountains and rivers wherever you want. And if you add forests, like, bears or deer will appear or foxes. And if you add rivers, there will be, like, fish and beavers. If you add mountains, there will be wolves. And it was a fun game. <laughs>
3: I remember trying to find a baby in that game for so long. Find
1: a baby?
2: Oh, yeah, because eventually the animals have babies. Oh. Okay. But it's, like,
3: really hard to spot the babies.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: All right, so back to Cascadia. What do you think is a strength of the game?
2: Everything is hexagons.
1: So you like being able to place things Yeah. in hexagonal patterns, yeah.
3: I think the artwork is really a good part of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The artwork was good. I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, If you're putting down the hexagons, like the art on each hexagon kind of blends together.
1: Personally, I like the strategy aspect to it. I like that you can see all the conditions right away so it's not a mystery, and then you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do. If I want to try to go for the longest salmon run or if I want to try to have as many hawks as I can that aren't near other ones. But then part of it's random, too, in that when you put out... There's the four pairs. You get a tile and an animal, and there's, there's four of those. And each player gets to choose one on their turn, and then it's, it's replenished. So you go around, and you can see, oh, there's a bear and there's a mountain. I hope no one takes that when it, you know, until it gets to my turn because I really need the mountain and the bear. One thing, too, is that this game has... Uh, on some of the hexagonal tiles, there's a little, a little pyramid-looking icon, I'll call it. And when you place an animal on that tile, then you get a special token, I don't like a
2: Wasn't it like an acorn?
1: Yeah, it's like an acorn or a pine cone and it, it lets you uh, take an animal and a hexagon from the four available, but you don't have to take the pair. Normally you have to take a pair as they come, but this one lets you take it apart so you can it's kind of like your wish list. I'm going to take this hexagon and this animal and then so it's a little step up and I feel like everyone had so many more of those than me. <laughs> <I don't
2: know. laughs> really? It was so easy for me to get them.
1: Yeah. I, I guess was like, I w- I'd
2: use one, then I'd immediately get it back.
1: Yeah. Were you looking for tiles that specifically had that little icon on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you were. See, I totally wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it, that just didn't occur to me to, to specifically look for those.
2: It gave us a lot more options. Right. Yeah. And you lost the game. <laughs> I did
1: lose the game. I. Uh, who won? Was it Evan that won? Evan was won. Me. Mom got second. <laughs> because of my bears. Because of your bears, yeah.
2: Evan, mom, me, dad.
3: <laughs> I, I immediately noticed having all the bears could get you the most points, and then I only focused on the bears for the rest of the game.
1: Now, was that just because that's the way we had the cards?
3: I don't know. I don't know,
1: don't, yeah. So the thing that that appeals to me about this game is that I think there's there's an endless variety of ways to play this because because of the winning condition cards. The first time you play the game, it says to use the cards that are labeled with A. So there's five cards labeled A. There's also five cards labeled B and and so on. And and so it, it changes the variables. So the way we played it, you needed two bears together. In other versions, you might need three bears or you might need uh, a bear next to something else. So th- there's all these different variations that you can choose
3: Mom was very scared about the others.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like there's there's more than one. No, we're we're never gonna do the others. So to me, that provides such a you know, in in addition to just replaying it, the way we played it with which we liked it, you could you can really change this game up, and every time you play it, it could be brand new. So it's not just that. Oh, I have my strategy. I'm gonna use my same strategy and win. Now I'm gonna change the change. The way that you get points to win, and and oh, I gotta rethink about this game. So I think that's a really fun and unique feature of this game.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. I think though, like my strategy worked the first time. Next game, I there's like a bunch of things that I noticed in the middle of doing my strategy that I was that was like, oh my gosh, I could have done that and I would have gotten even more points. That I just like didn't do. Like so what? like strategy can also evolve while playing this game. Sure, along with. Different game modes that let you have different strategies. So I think that's really fun. and Allows for a lot of time with play that doesn't make this game seem that boring.
1: So time wise, what do you think? The box says thirty to forty five minutes. I I wasn't really keeping track of when we played. Did it Did it seem long? Did it, it seem definitely short? It felt
2: longer. It, than felt like it, <laughs> it felt like an hour. It felt like an hour.
1: Yeah. Well, that's probably because we were learning it too. Yeah. I bet if we played it now, we would we would know better. It would probably go a little faster. Do, do you think it was about right the time?
2: Probably. I Yeah, I thought it was good.
1: I think it's nice that it has an end goal. Each person gets 20 turns.
2: Mom was saying it felt too long.
1: Yeah, that, well, that's why I was asking you what you thought about, about it. I mean, most
3: of the games that we normally play in our house are like 15 or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like so maybe a, that's, that's why. why we have Monopoly Empire and Not the normal <laughs> Monopoly
2: Mom maybe just has a low attention span <laughs> Oh boy Because those are her that. favorite games <laughs> For a teacher
3: she really has a low attention span That's interesting
1: all right, stop ripping on mom. Dude. I'm <laughs> going to have to stand up for mom. She doesn't choose
3: to be on the podcast. She gets ripped
1: on. Oh, okay. You're you're trying to go at her to coming on, aren't you? No, yeah. like,
2: grandma was, like, making fun of her the other day because she was like, yeah, your mom cannot wait for stoplights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really?
3: Okay. <laughs> that was, like, two, three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah,
2: I thought it was funny.
1: Areas where this game might be improved. Any any thoughts on that or or is it just perfect the way it is?
2: If they
3: could shorten it a bit, that would make sense. Also, the rules are kind of confusing, especially when you're starting. Like, it took us a while to figure a few things out. Like what? Like, for example, like, what specific cards or things do. There were multiple times where you had to, like, look back on the rules to make sure, hey, did this specify this specific thing?
1: But now that we've played it, we it probably would be easier, right?
3: yeah
2: yeah I think it would be cool if instead of everyone gets twenty, everyone gets like a hundred, and Whoa. we'd each take like three on one turn, and then they'd <laughs> be like as big as the whole table and that'd be so fun,
1: wow, okay.
2: I wish people would be able to
3: combine their habitats,
1: oh mhm, but then cool. how would you score it? You wouldn't know
3: like you could work on teams, yeah, you would have like a two player mode where you're both on oh, the same team trying right. to like earn points with each other. That'd be so fun.
2: I mean, we could probably just play it like that. (laughs) I don't think there needs to be a special two-player mode.
3: You both have, like, tiles in different areas, and you get, like, a bunch of extra points if you connect the two tiles in the end.
1: It says ages 10 and up. Do you think that's a good age range? I
3: think, yeah. I think so.
1: Would you recommend this to your friends?
3: Yeah. I think I would.
1: I think it's definitely a fun game. We got this as a gift from some friends, and they play a lot of games, so if they give a game to us as a gift, you know that they probably like it, so... (laughs) So yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this game. I'd highly recommend it. I think it's it's fun and good a uh, good family game, just to sit around and and work on your habitat. Even though you you're playing against people, it's not cutthroat or anything. I mean, there's there's taking the tiles. Uh, ex- oh, except you know, for the begging people. Except for the begging people, yeah. It's not that. But, it's not that. Bad. But it's not like. It's not like you're hurting other people or taking things I mean, away. I don't think most
3: board games involve hurting other people. That would be well, interesting. Well, no, I mean, you know, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that would be though? an interesting like, board like game. Like, where
1: you can take other, like, imagine taking another person's animal. You, you can't do uh, that. That's like, what I mean. That would be like chess boxing. But, well, you
2: can, you can take things that they want.
1: Right, but only from those four.
2: Yeah, but it would, like, really suck if you took that fish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I didn't take the fish, and you're yeah. not cleaning the litter box, so. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down. You
2: do what you have to do.
1: All right. Anything else to say, or should we wrap it up for this week?
2: I think we can I wrap think it's it up.
1: Good. Okay. So, final thoughts on Cascadia. 1 to 10, what do you think?
3: I thought it was pretty good. Some things are a bit confusing to me still, and the strategies are good. So I'm going to give it like a 7.5. Okay. I'll give
2: it a 9 out of 10. All right. I'm
1: 9. I'd... Probably maybe even go nine and a half. I think this is a fun game. I enjoy the replayability. I like the strategy of it. Yeah, I think it's a great game. And and if you like sort of strategy tile animal games, (laughs) go go check out Cascadia. All right, now it's time for
0: Fortune Fortune cookies.
2: Cookies. That was a very unenthusiastic
3: Fortune Cookies.
2: I got the same one that I got last week.
3: Oh, no. <laughs>
2: Do not spend the money that you don't have.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, maybe it just really, really <laughs> wants you to get it really- <laughs> <laughs> The fortune gods are What are you spending your money on? <laughs> I don't
3: know. One day. Uh... Uh,
1: my fortune this week is don't expect to find one right way to make yourself more creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine is devotion is worth the effort at this time.
2: Become donkey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay
3: my devotion is worth the effort at this time
1: okay that's it for this episode of Lunchbox Reaction thank you for tuning in you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net you can find us on all the various podcast channels Except Apple Twitter. Podcasts Not no I'm talking Twitter. about podcasts uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts check us out drop us an email You can find an email at our site, lunchboxreaction.net. There's a link there. Uh, Once again, my name is Brian. I've been joined by Linnea. Goodbye. And Evan. That's me. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Each player
3: works on their own ecosystem and starts with three hexagonal tiles. Play progress. Oh, play progress. Play progresses when you choose a tile and an animal from four available blah, blah, blah. why is this I' don't- I get all the big words. Play progresses when you choose a title ah! no i'm not I'm not gonna reading for that.